Alright. Hello. This is uh, Vigilantes slash other comic story ideas session one. Uh, today we're, or at least right now, we're discussing Vigilantes and Cody will tell you a little about it. Um, it's about our world, but due to the hijacking of a satellite program, the world has been rewritten in certain areas, so there's be different names, um, for like you know, different locations across the world. Yeah, the world will be differently. It, like it's the, the same world. Will be different. Yeah, same world, but ge- geographically, it's gonna look different because of the events of prior events prior to vigilantes, um, and that's all because of the orbs program. It stands for orbital range ballistic satellites. And they were hijacked. Biological agent was hidden aboard some of the missiles. Yada yada. The vigilantes, it's good to know that will not have superpowers, a lot of money, or training uh, to make them relatable to everyone. Um, I mean, well, some characters have a little bit more. But one, like, for instance, um, the character Jason, his... He was in the army, so he has military training. Yeah, they, like somebody, they'll have different stuff that they might know. Yeah, but it's not. But they're not. It's not like, hey, I'm a pro at jujitsu immediately. Yeah, yeah, no, it's gonna be a learning process for all of them. Um, yeah. So that's just to catch up. Anyways, we can go back to because we're kind of just talking to ourselves. Yes. Uh, a lot. I, I mentioned this prior to us starting. The, this podcast recording. Uh, most of the characters are based on people I know. Their names have been altered in some way or another. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. The names are changed to protect the innocent. Uh, I just did that because it's a lot easier. It makes it, you know, it's more well, personal. Yeah, personal for I me. I feel like that's easier. That's how, That would help make the story for us. We can look at different perspectives of people we know. Yeah. Figure out how to utilize it in this world. Um, so the whole process of us doing this is, um, I've I've had been, been writing jotting down ideas for this for years. I was working at first quality when I started it, and I was yeah, on I nights. That. I was on, I was only on nights for like two years, and I was there for six. It's been a it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been like eight ten years. <clears throat> Anyways, probably like eight, eight years, let's say, or maybe six years, I don't know. Anyways, but I want to fine-tune it, and I can't think of anyone better to help me do that than Smitty here. So, so what did you want the first story arc to be? Is that the Breakout? or No, no, that's, I mean, Breakout is the first one for all the vigilantes. So um, how, do you, you want, how do you want it to start? Well, it's going to be an arc called Crossfire. Crossfire, uh, and it should be mentioned that I, I use things like Cross in a lot of the some of these story arcs because the main vigilante is going to go by Cross. Um, they all have their own code names. So Crossfire is the first big story arc. Um, and that's it's something simple. It's just a gang war. But our vigilante gets caught in the middle of it during... 
an investigation of some sort, or it, it, it's not going to tie directly into. He's not in the middle of it because it's of the gang war. He's in the middle of it because another situation, which just ends up putting him in the wrong place at the wrong time, and he will eventually. Uh, does he get like his butt kicked, or does he just see something and then realize that justice isn't being served? Or well, no, it's realizes there's just a bigger problem and somebody needs to do something. It's it's gonna be. I haven't really fine tuned all that yet. That's something that I gotta work on. But what if? Or we're gonna step back or step sideways, I should say, and kind of fine tune it. Because how I would see it is they've already done where oh they get beat up and then they want to fight back. I feel like for this one, they should see the problem, not know what to do about it, see the problem again, maybe say something, but here, like, the reason that nobody's nobody's fighting back against the gangs is because they're greasing the cops, or something like that, or they have somebody in their back pocket. Oh, that's and that's of, why he gets, he becomes a vigilante. Like, yeah, because yeah, yeah, then he's yeah. like, wow. Who, if they're not doing it, who is going to do it? I, th- I think maybe, I don't know, maybe my character, my cross is, his character, before he's cross, maybe he loses someone to this gang war that's going on that's like spreading throughout the city. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's on a date or it's a colleague or something. They see that it happens in front of him and maybe he gets shot too. I feel like. That he shouldn't lose someone because I feel like that's been done. Or maybe he just gets shot. Well, it could be that. And that eventually leads to like, maybe he has to go through like a slight re- rehabilitation process. And he's just kind of like trapped in his own head during this time period. And he's tr- and the cops aren't giving him the answers that he wants to what happened to him. And one night he sees someone being mugged or whatever. He takes justice into his own hands beats this person up and eventually this just progresses alright I I can like that idea to a point my second thought was to make this as relatable as possible what if because how many people are going to get I mean yeah a lot of people get shot but what if instead of him getting shot and I don't want to go on the comic like hey that's kind of funny but what if like he has like his car or something gets broken into and like some family heirloom or something gets destroyed or stolen or something like that and he can't figure anything out and he gets so irritated that like it just keeps bugging him because it keeps happening or something along those lines I think they, that's just not enough to push someone over the edge I feel like that if he has I mean, something he's not John Wick well, that's true. <laughs> can't, can't drop the puppy there. Yeah. But I, maybe, like, it happens a lot, and it's happened to him multiple times. Like, his car gets broken into or something like that. But I feel like it needs to be one thing that just kind of pushes him too far, so the next time he sees something, he snaps. But I feel like getting shots too much. I feel like it needs to be something really. Well, maybe he, somebody in his neighborhood... It could it could be like, hey, maybe he lives in an apartment and uh, this kid that actually, he's Actually, I already know where he lives. I have it all figured out. This is an apartment? No. Okay. It is not an apartment. It's, um, it's like an old garage that his 
grandfather or somebody in his family, his dad or his grandfather, ran at one time. He owns it, lives there, works on his own stuff because he's an engineer. He works on a lot of his own vehicles, does all the work for him. Okay. So that's a skill set that's going to help him later on when he becomes more than what he is. Right, I have a secondary follow-up idea. We're going to morph it. And this time, we're going to kind of go back to losing somebody, but not completely. What if he has a routine where he goes to a specific area every day and he, like, gets a sandwich or something? Like, he has a routine, but he knows, like, there's a kid along the street that he knows and he talks to every day, like, hey, Billy, what's up? How's things going today? And he helps him out and gives him stuff or whatever. One day's not like, there. they have a relationship, but then one day he's not there and he asks, hey, what happened to Billy? And here there was a drive by the night before and the kid got popped. And the kid's alive. So I don't want to kill the kid, but he got popped. And that kind of starts sticking with him, just affecting him like, well, this That's is, not a bad idea. I this do is like serious. That. And then that night, because this will be during the day, I'm he, assuming. Maybe he that goes night, to the hospital, sees the kid. And on his way home, he sees something going down, like somebody being mugged and just snaps. like Beats the living piss out of one individual. Yeah, that should be it. He should beat him almost, the, like literally about to kill this person. And that's what triggers the whole... And then he has to hold back, and he just he gets up and just leaves. Yeah, and the guy just doesn't know what to do. And the next scene, cops find this beat up criminal in the middle of an alley or wherever, just beat the piss. Well, it could be like that, or well, this guy should be like literally scarred. And just... Or he goes back. That guy doesn't get caught by the police. He goes back to whatever gang he's part of. Tells him about this. Like, what happened to you? Yada yada. Then he just makes something up because he doesn't want to say just some random guy beat him up. And it builds like a story. Or he tries to ID him. Like, it's this guy, blah, blah, blah. They they start looking for him, actively looking for the person. And in the meantime, uh, Cross, before he's Cross, goes out and he's um, trying to stop all these criminals. And uh, that could be a good storyline for later because maybe they finally ID him after like he's fighting him, puts a lot of them away. They'll finally like they're gonna unveil who he is or something like that, and they're gonna like target to try to kill him. So, yeah, well, it's stuff we can work on as time goes. Well, my thought process originally there was he beats him to like within an inch of his life and leaves him scarred and battered and bruised. And then he disappears, and he comes back later as one of the main bad guys because he just wants revenge so bad. Well, he could... Like, he's yeah, a I mean, rabid dog. Even with... That's not a bad name, too. Um, that, I mean, we could, it, that could still happen with the idea that I pitched. Mm-hmm. That he's, a, he's a lackey under that organization. But maybe the person who's running the show isn't getting the results this guy wants like they failed numerous times to try and take him down and then eventually it starts making that guy look bad to his bosses well that that lackey's thinking his boss isn't like doing what he should be doing he isn't isn't uh get the the results that that they're used to having like they, they they were strong at one time and Anything goes. And now you're just letting people do this to your people. And yeah. Yada, yada. No, that's a, that's a good thought. So he offs him. Just one day, just... <laughs> It'd be kind of cool if that... Like, I mean, it's been done, but it's a good trope. 
well, what if it just that causes that guy to like go mad, and he kind of he leaves the gang because he just starts killing like anybody oh. in it, and he just kind of oh, yeah, goes he just, crazy. He maybe just eliminates one by one by one by one, and then that drives him into like insanity, and he's just this a new crazy the first supervillain. That could be it. Like he just he got beat so bad, and he couldn't figure out who it was, and the gang was supposed to have his back, and they weren't helping him. I did create um, a character who's schizophrenic. I don't think it should be this guy, but maybe I could work some sort of idea involving that kind of character. But basically, the, the idea of this other villain, his name is Killer Six. He's schizophrenic. He has six personalities. Each personality has a separate skill set from the next one. So he... He's proficient in, like, every fighting style, well, like, six different fighting styles, but multiple different, like, weapons and yada, 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 yada. Uh, That's kind of a neat idea, like, you don't know who you're going to face. Yeah, because it could be anyone. You never, you could never be prepared for one villain because it's six villains in one person. That's why I call him Killer Six, but he's more like a, a, merc- like a mercenary type. It'd be cool if he could kind of control what personality comes out when. Yeah, like to a but point. I, there's one. I I did have the idea where there's gonna be, and the thing is, I came up with this idea, all right, years ago, and then Split happened. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Killer Six is just like Split, like the Beast mm-hmm. is the personality that never doesn't come out hardly ever, and it's the one you don't want out. He has a personality like that too, where the other personalities keep that one in check. So I don't know if I'm gonna make it a seventh personality. And so call him Killer Six, or there's gonna be a six personality, and the other five keep it in check. I'm really decided there. Yeah, because you want him to flex back and forth. I feel like he should have five, and then the sixth one be. Yeah, I think that makes more sense. And they should always. Everybody's like, "What's his fifth or what's his sixth one? No, no. Who's number six? And they're always like, "You don't want to meet six. And then when six comes out like once or twice, it's just an eruption of doom. Yeah, it's like there's no describing it because there's no survivors. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, the first villain could be, or maybe the first villain could eventually become Madman. That's like a character I loosely based around the Joker. Mm-hmm. But with him, I, I really, I maybe I should take that back. I don't really want him to become Madman because. I think the best thing about the Joker is nobody knows who he is. At least they didn't until recently. No, uh, we gotta talk about that movie too. They keep giving the Joker identities, and I don't like that. No, this that was my biggest. They left so many plot holes that it just this movie irritated me. I liked it. Um, it wasn't a terrible movie, but they just it. I didn't. I think with the Joker though, well, and, and, and that's something I liked about that movie though. Because he has a name, but that's not his real name. Because he was adopted. So he has no real name. So you don't know who he is. So I thought that was really cool. They, they kind of like added the two worlds uh-huh. together. Which I thought was, was cool. And that, but like my character, Madman, is, he's, he's revealed after the events of Breakout. Or during Breakout. He's... Or no, not during Breakout. Oh yeah, during breakout. The prison is also like a psychiatric facility. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think that's how I, I planned all that out. And he is already a patient there. He's like patient number yada yada yada. But he has no name. He's just John Doe. Um, and he gets out. But he's not like an active threat like the Joker. He's not somebody who's constantly out there trying to like challenge Cross and his vigilantes on a regular basis. He's not about that. He's just this completely like unstable individual that no one can get a proper read on. He's like he's over here one minute and he's over here the next. Mm-hmm. And I even came up with an idea of a little series called The uh, Misadventures of Madman. <laughs> this is like a little cheeky idea. Like, Fair enough. This little fun little shorts. Because it, all these things are going on in his head, but they're not going on in reality. <laughs> That's what the whole idea was behind. So yeah, I just call him Madman for now. Fair enough. Uh, I like that story arc. And I think that the the fact that nobody can get a read on him, like, you can't say that he's crazy because he can be lucid, but you can't say he's lucid at some point because he's just off the wall. I mean, he comes off like a normal person. <clears throat> but his behavior is very erratic. So he and there's no like indication that he's who he is. Because he's he doesn't stand out. He's just a regular old regular person like everybody else. Um, but yeah, that's that's Madman. That's just one of the characters to came up with. I don't know. Should we? Talk about m- more story arcs that lead up to Breakout? Well, I think if we can kind of get the first one going, I think they'll start rolling into the other ones. Because I feel like Breakout, well, I could really be any time, but if that's going to start bringing everyone else in, um, I feel like that should be like number two or three in the story arcs. So, if the first one is the gang war, and that's going to start leading into it. It's uh, Crossfire. Jeff. <coughs> Let me write that down. Do you know how you want it to end? Um, it's going to end with him creating his first suit. Uh, eventually, uh, the next story arc idea was called Firestarter. And it has to do with this kid. He's not like a little kid or anything, but he's younger. And there's been these small but they're arson situations and he's the one behind it and eventually Cross comes across him no pun intended and uh, their paths continue to cross because eventually what's going to happen is his character evolves that this kid I forget what I called him something like Okay, it should be up here somewhere. Okay, I just his name's 
I, I call him Arthur, but his name's up for debate. Mm-hmm. Um, his last name is Berman, which is important. Because like Burnman? Yeah, eventually he becomes the Burnman. <laughs> um, so yeah, in time he'll eventually... He goes through like a name change. He's Artie at first, and that's his nickname. The second time they come across, uh, like eventually the news starts calling him the arsonist. Mm-hmm. But eventually, but because of different events that happen throughout the individual story arcs, he becomes badly burned, and that turns him into the Burn Man. Mm-hmm. And he is a villain who's just got fire on his mind. He just wants to legit watch the world burn. Yes, that's it. He's like single-minded. He has no other objectives other than watching it all burn. <laughs> but because Cross stops him so many times, his single-minded mindset turns into Cross. Like he's gonna, he's doing all, all he's doing to he's trying to burn Cross. Yeah. They better hope they don't. Cross path. <laughs> so that's one idea. What if? I'm trying to think here. Because my worry is if this doesn't suck people in fast enough, because we're going to want to get into it pretty quick. Well, there's only before breakout, there's. One, two, three, four, five, six. Technically, you could leave Madhouse out, so that's seven. Eight. There's eight story arcs prior to it. Um, oh, they also call him Pyro at one point. Pyromaniac or whatever. It's not a name of Sticks. This is something that they were calling Pyromania is the name of that arc. He's just burning everything. It's some of these other story arcs can happen. They're not like... Like, there's one called Madhouse. That's just a story arc that ties in patient, whatever the hell numbers are decide mm-hmm. for a madman. And then there's Institutionalized. Institutionalized is about... I call, I'll destroy more Institute. Because they strive for more. Mm-hmm. And that's the... That's run by these two twins who are doctors of varying degrees. And they're the ones who run the psychiatric portion of the prison island. I forget what I called that. Um, but they're they're kind of like a Doctor Str- uh, Doctor Strange, Doctor uh, whatever the hell his name is from Batman. Who like he's always at the bullshit in Arkham. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Hugo Strange. So he's Doctor Strange, that's right. Anyways, Hugo Strange. He's kind of, they're kind of like that, in a way. They're kind of like... They're, they're corrupt. Without, like, they're, they're their own kind of... Uh, own kind of supervillain, in a way, I guess. That's what Institutionalize is about. But that's really not an arc that needs to happen early on. So really it could be either eight to seven story arcs. And it's really just to... A lot of these are just to set up future characters. What if, and this is me thinking back to the stories we created, Charlie's. What if instead of starting with one, we start a couple different storylines that all come together at maybe breakout? 
Because you got Cross and the cross, his Crossfire story arc. Which I think that's good. But what if giving like two or three other characters start their story arc completely separate? They don't know that this is happening. Crossfire is not happening. So you're like the other vigilantes have their own. Something's going on. Their own on. reasons for getting into it. Well, they're going to get into it during breakout. Like that's he's recruiting them. Like because they have besides range, because before he's range, the other two don't know. <clears throat> who the vigilantes are, who the vigilante is, because right? mm-hmm. Range isn't a vigilante yet during that. But they get recruited because Cross needs help, and he can only trust so many people with something that big. And like I said, the suits will do most of the work; they'll protect them. Yeah. None of those people are going to have like crazy weapons or anything. Right. Yeah, then my idea is not going to work because my thought was, is if maybe if they weren't. As close as they are in this first one, which I like. The, I like the reasons that they're close to begin with. But <clears throat> if we did different vigilantes all having their own reasons, and some of some of them even failed, because one of my thoughts was, if you had a guy who started out as a vigilante, and his story arc ends with him just getting killed and hit people out of left field, I mean and, that could still happen later on. And I feel like that could be a good story arc is to get people rooting for a guy and then just kill him. I do have an idea. Of, like, I do like the idea of other, other like, seeding other stories early on. I came up with the idea of adding additional vigilantes later on. Essentially like a Justice League besides Justice mm-hmm. League. There was one... I don't know why it says in. Um... He's a character who lives in Boston. Boston did not get destroyed. He's got a Boston accent. And I don't have a good Boston accent. Know. He just, you know, he's you know, your typical Irish guy. And he sees something wrong. And he doesn't stand aside. He goes right in. Goes right in, without question. Gets him in a lot of trouble with the cops, yada yada. But eventually he becomes a vigilante under the name of Brawler. Because he's just... That's just his personality. Yeah. He's a kind of like boxing, kickboxing style type character. <clears throat> but he gets recruited by the vigilantes. It's a beautiful to be a vigilante. Like, you know, would you like to do more? If you had the power to do more, would you want to do that? Save or help more people? Yeah, yeah. And they equip him. And... Yeah, the rest is history. Yeah, so all, all their suits are going to be very similar too. Of course, they're going to be tweaked to their own character because they can... The basic design's going to be the same. They're going to be these exosuits. They're like skin tight. They, It's like directly connected to your own nervous system. Mm. So you can... That's how you're able to control the grapple system on it. Because you want it, you will it to do it. Yeah. It's like an, a, an extension like of yourself. That's what it reminds me of, like Avatar and how they connect yeah. their little tails or whatever it is. Yeah, the grappling device they use is just an extension of their self. So that's why the suits are connected to the nervous system mm-hmm. uh, down their spine. <clears throat> um, it doesn't leave any lasting effects or anything. I mean, just these, like, like two puncture marks. Yeah. Um, and maybe later on that gets fine-tuned where it doesn't have to be invasive like that. Okay. 
Um, Somebody has stepped out. He's back. Anyways, uh, but they can, you know, obviously paint them or do whatever, design them differently. But the suits will be basically the same. Um, I, there, there is something that I wanted to talk about because that was really, really fucking cool. So I, as the whole vigilante thing gets rolling, mm-hmm. and... You know, there's these advanced heroes, like the vigilantes are. I mean, the police are heroes. Yeah. But these guys, like the vigilantes, are advanced. They have better equipment, yada yada. Um, no red tape holding them back. Yeah, the government wants to get involved by creating their own, essentially vigilantes. But they're gonna call, They're like U.S. appointed heroes. Um, and I call it Project Freedom. So, the names are up for, uh, like, different things are up for you know, yeah. debate. Uh, I just call it Freedom Force for right now, because it, it appeals to, like, the demographic, to the American people, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and a lot of these I did, like, loosely base on other heroes throughout different comics, of course, it's pretty obvious. I mean, if the vigilantes aren't like Batman, or... Yeah. In my head, they're more like Red Hood. But... Um, so there's the all-American soldier. He's the poster boy of this freedom force. He's a gene-enhanced soldier. So he's very much like Captain America. Sentry, mm-hmm. uh, he wears a robotic suit, but it's not as streamlined as like Iron Man's. It's more bulky. Uh, and it'll never be streamlined. It's always going to be bulky. Because he's Sentry. He's got to look, you know, terrifying. Uh, guardsman, he's a trained operative, but he also has this device. I, I call it, like I said, all names are up for debate. Mm-hmm. I call it the Tryon Replicator because it'll split him into three versions, or three of himself. Yeah. Splits him in three. Um, the longer he's like that, the more damage to his psyche there is. Mm-hmm. So he's got to be careful how much he uses it. Patriot One is a fully robotic robot. Um, then there's the Freedom Force Black, and that's like, like, no one knows about it. It's off the books. So you have Black Hawk, um, and that's, he's the only member so far of Freedom Force Black. So they're the ones that do the stuff that can't be published. Well, he's the one. Right. It's just, just Black Hawk. And, I mean, and essentially, he's kind of like a Batman. He's just, he's... One who does the dirty work, but he's also like surveillance type style. Like he tracks a lot of shit when people need to be tracked, and he has to stay off the books. Yeah. People need to be killed off the books. The other ones are just like a smokescreen. They're like the golden boys. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, but, and and I had this idea even prior to seeing this TV show but I was going to make it where I mean because all American soldier sentry and guardsmen are just humans mm. they're they have their flaws so they're going to have you know egos and issues yeah. and yada yada so they're flawed they're not perfect they're not like Captain America 
like Captain America's fucking, he's almost damn near perfect. Iron Man was an alcoholic at one time, so he's not perfect, but they're going to have their own issues. And I and it actually that whole thing kind of ties in perfectly with the boys. Yeah, so figured you're gonna. And that wasn't that wasn't even the reason I did it because I never the boys didn't exist. Yeah. To me, prior to these ideas, fuck there it is though. Of course, it's gonna be you know obviously different. It's gonna be associated. But anybody can have these ideas. So. Um. And then there's also a group, but they're more overseas. They're like the World Kingdom. I I. I just call it Organization Zero right now. But there's a Colonel Sandler. He's the government liaison for the group. Yeah. And I kind of use that idea of like uh, Steve Trevor with Wonder Woman. He's a government liaison for the Justice League. Mm-hmm. He works directly with Wonder Woman. But uh, then there's Lieutenant Mills under him. There's, then there's these two. And this is where power started to come into the idea of the whole vigilante verse. And uh, I just call it... they. Codename this guy Adam Bomb. His name's Adam. His last name's Bomb. His whole thing is he's a human bomb. He, uh... He's very, like... Kind of like a John Constantine... Mm-hmm. Uh... Type character, I would say. He's very... He likes to wear a black trench coat. And like pants and boots, mm-hmm. and like never wears a shirt. He's got long black hair. It's only like shorter length. His whole thing is: the more he moves, the more energy he builds up, and he's able to release. That creates the explosion. So what they do a lot with him is uh, they have to bomb a location and continue an assault immediately after. They just drop him out of a plane. Because the fall won't kill him. Because the moment he comes in contact with anything, it triggers his ability because he's falling. So he's mm-hmm. building up energy. The moment he comes in contact, the energy immediately releases. Yeah, disperses it. Yeah, and imme- his momentum immediately <clears throat> stops, it, which doesn't, like, splatter him. Because the energy cushions him immediately. Yeah. Like he never fell at all. And it just detonates the whole area. In my head, I picture him doing that. And, he, of course, his powers destroy his clothes every time. So he'll just be sitting there, like, in the middle of a crater, and there's smoke that obstructs the view of him and certain mm-hmm. things. And he's like, and he speaks in an English accent, so he's British. And all he wants is, like, a smoke. He just asks for a smoke when the soldiers finally come. He's like, about time you got here. Who's got my smoke? So whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, British. And then there's a... There's a, he has a, mem, a, a team member, but this guy doesn't talk. His name is Barrage. And he's a human who's got these cybernetic implants that have these, like, missiles. Like, he's really big. Mm-hmm. And they have these missiles that come up from his shoulders. It is shoot a barrage of missiles. So they're all about explosions. But they're, like I said, that's an overseas group. Uh, but they, they'll have, they'll work in, uh, work with like the U.S. appointed heroes as like joint operations <clears throat> for big stuff. Yeah, and that's something that comes later on. It, it turns out like this character's existed the entire time. This atom bomb, he has these powers. He's existed 
he's not like old or anything by any means, but mm-hmm. he's existed during the early years of the vigilante verse, but he never becomes a mainstream character until later when superpowers are finally introduced. Mm-hmm. Maybe there'll be like little hints of him on like newspapers or whatever. Yeah. But there's never like any any uh, definitive. There's a man with superpowers. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, that's just a bunch of the ideas right now. Alright, so I think we need to start at the beginning. Because I think the rest of it can be incorporated in. Yeah. So I think it's really just figuring out the starting point. Can you go over there? Which, if we can start at the crossfire... Then we can start building off of that. And if we get one thing locked down, I think we'll be able to get some momentum for it. Yeah. Finally get all these other ideas into play. Yeah. Really a lot of what I wanted your help with was just fine-tuning a lot of it. Maybe making better names. Or helping find the path of these stories. That's another big one. Just helping find the path. Mm-hmm. The the dialogue behind it all. That's that's the biggest thing. Yeah, is dialogue. In, in my head, I can when I think about these stories, I I can carry on a conversation for all these different characters. That's true. I do have an internal monologue. I can carry on all these different conversations for the characters and what happens in this scene, this scene, this scene. Mm-hmm. But just getting it out there, making it seem natural, because I'm trying to, I'm trying to speak for multiple characters who none of them are like me. Yeah, so it's hard to get that. Yeah, and I have to change like. How would this person talk? How would this person word these things? Yeah. Like, I don't want to be like... Yeah, cause if I were to create something, my wording and the way I talk is completely different than the lot. Yeah, and that that's the biggest issue right now. I'm trying to find that balance with uh, the individual characters and how they interact. Yeah. <clears throat> One of the biggest issues, just say. Well... I totally think that start with this crossfire and kind of get it locked down. So, like, really focus that. I think that's the best way to go. Yeah, get get feet on the ground. If we're doing that, I'm still on this paper because you're not going to So, what the F? That's weird. I've never seen a paper that didn't have the margin on both ends on the same side. That's disappointing. Yeah, that's why I never wrote on it, because it was on this table, and this table's not flat. It's got ridges. So, we're going to break down Crossfire real quick. So, how I develop things and how I've been taught, I suppose, to, to, develop, to develop a story is to write down the bullet points of exactly 
what needs to happen. So, like, the beginning, the pieces in the middle, kind of like a paragraph. Yeah, yeah. So, if we can navigate from the beginning to the end, and then under each bullet point, you add more bullet points, which is different details of that chapter, per se. It's kind of like writing a chapter book. Yeah. So, if we can pick out the things that you want in that storyline... This is going to be what we want. This is a joint effort. Because, I mean, let's face it. The off chance it's for to go somewhere, you know I'm bringing you along. Teamwork. So I think if we can get... Two heads are better than one. The specific chapters, we can... I mean, we can add details as we go. Yeah. Just trying to get, like... We need to get from point A Like a synopsis is what we're doing. And then once we break it down that way, then we can start writing it out and go from there. Like day one. Yeah. So. So it's going to be a gang war. Um, we don't have to do this right now if you don't want to. We can keep talking about different ideas. Yeah. I, I, but just to, to give you an idea, I think maybe this a, is something we take with us yeah and then throughout the week yeah we can add to it we start writing stuff down oh, yeah, I like that all right. that way I'm working on it all at once yeah because I think if we sit down and try to do it all right now it's going to take away from the quality yeah I think if we have I want to and I really want to like just give you a rundown of all these ideas I've had okay because yeah. I had no I like that idea so I mean my because my ideas just, they just as you see this list is gigantic like and then this is just one page. <laughs> you have That's, a lot of stuff that you write in there. I do. I have different ideas for different things. There's like different uh, ideas for different comics as well. Um, and a lot of them are saved on my email. So I had to go into my email to get some of these because they're not on here. So I had to... Alright, there it is. So we'll keep that in mind to uh, the first thing we'll do is kind of keep an idea and keep feelers out for the different chapters that we can think of. And we'll go back and forth and kind of narrow that down. What I did was, that first list you saw was Vigilantes 1. Mm -hmm. This is Vigilantes 2. And this is Superpowered Vigilantes. I codenamed every page with what that page is about and this one is like i have it broken down into heroes and villains because on the first one if you noticed i didn't call the vigilantes heroes the vigilantes yeah they're anti-heroes yeah well i had vigilantes which they are essentially they're anti-heroes because they'll use deadly means to get the job done they don't kill people but they will use deadly means Mm -hmm. then they had like anti-heroes and then there was villains. Villains are villains. So this one, my first superpowered individual, and mind you, I don't have a single superpowered individual who's anything like Superman. None of them are Superman. Yeah, Superman's gay. I like Superman, but once when you see a hero that's anything like him, you're like, that's Superman. Yeah. But I do have one. The first one here is like the Flash. He's got super speed. I call him Rush. Um. As his story goes on, I think your child wants to show you something. It's a rocket. Come. Oh, 
<laughs> That's pretty good. I'm not lie. It was worth it. As the story goes on, mm-hmm. you come to find out he's the half brother of the main vigilante cross. Mm-hmm. So they have a blood tie that comes in later on. Um, but he was born with a debilitating disease that was slowly going to be kill him. His uncle, who was a doctor of some sort, and I really haven't worked into details of that, was working on a cure. Like, dedicated his life to working on this cure. Mm-hmm. He finds it. But, um, he doesn't go through the normal channels of, uh, you know, testing. Mm -hmm. But, um, it it comes down to Serum R is the one that works. They tested all the other ones. They come to Serum R. Serum R, there is some testing, but it's not like, there's no clinical testing. Mm -hmm. He, there's events that happen behind the scenes and force him to use it on his nephew. I call him Matthew. Rush his name. Um, and that, and there's a, the whole reason why I call him that too. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he uses on him while he's sleeping, and just like it's not like overnight, but it's it's almost overnight. There's immediate results to the serum working. Mm-hmm. Well. His uncle had had a colleague who was working on it, on this cure as well. Yeah. But when they discovered the side effects of the cure, the colleague wanted to use the serum for other reasons. And serum R's recipe dies with the uncle, because the uncle dies. He's killed. Um, Serum... Serum T... Is or no serum S is unstable, and that's what the colleague creates. He tries to replicate serum R, but he creates serum S, and serum S is unstable, and he injects himself. He becomes a supervillain named Blitz. Now the reason I called him Blitz is because I called the character his Doctor Creed. So his supervillain name is Blitz. His last name is Creed. Blitz Creed. So that's why I named him that. I, I, I do that a lot with some of the characters. Yeah. I, I just combine these two things together. Yeah. But I separate them. Eventually, he has a protege who they call... He, he's, and the name's up for debate, like I said, but he's called Dart. And he has serum T. Um, because Krieg is constantly trying to work on a better serum. Mm-hmm. T is... It's he developed it to make the individual controllable, so Dart becomes a weapon. Okay. And they both have super speed, so Rush has two super speed villains he has to deal with. Um, then there's Frost. He says ice powers, and he's a character that I I had Harriet help me create. Okay. So he came up with the name and everything, and I used the last name Levan because that's his mom's maiden name. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I created like Atlantean style people, but I just call them Lanteans. Uh, another one who has electric powers, it's, his codename is Jolt. Mm-hmm. And with him, his story is he, an alien fuses with him, and this alien is made of pure electricity. Um, 
Maybe because of the fusion, he the alien works like a parasite. It feeds off of his the neurological signals because it's all like electricity. But in turn, it gives him powers, and he's able to transform into pure lightning and shoot it, draw it in, whatever. Uh, and there's a few other ones like a lot of the superhero ones. There's aliens evolved too, mm-hmm. and they live in a a place out west of Port City. I think I'm, I'm thinking it's more like in the Midwest. I just called it New Dawn City, but it, the name's up for debate. And it's just a bunch of like different villains I came up with. Uh, and eventually I incorporate a group called the it's off the first page that's under oh the crime core and the crime core has lords and there are four lords and uh, actually the one the one lord and his brother become a major story arc for the character Shift, which is loosely based around you. Um, and th- their last name is Hammer. So, like, the main guy's nickname is Sledge. Um, and his brother is... His, uh, his code name is Claw, which he's not on this list. So he's, I don't know why I put this mark here. Son of a bitch. So you want us to be in the vigilante universe, but kind of separated by distance? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, these things are happening. Simultaneously. My only question towards it, like so far, I like the things that you're saying, but I feel like the entry in Vigilantes is that it's real and relatable. This is just something later on um, that I mean. You want to see people with superpowers. Yeah. You want that. So this is, this is something that happens later on. And a lot of the, the hell, the list of villains here is like the same list on the main page. That's really weird that I did that. What if they were... Oh, this is the main page. Separate. What if they were two different... Instead of existing in the same universe... Uh, the reason I have them in the same universe is because there's big story arcs that happen later on that tie them together. All right. Why don't we? What about this? Maybe not the same universe, but different dimension, dimensions type thing. Like, hey, this is the real dimension. There's no superpowers. Oh, you're saying like? But there's in a- an alternate dimension, it's the same type of people, but they have superpowers. Oh, okay. And that, that eventually something can happen where it starts to kind of cross over. Problem with that. All right is DC did the same thing, more or less. They merged Earths together. Yeah. 
If I was gonna do something like that, I wouldn't do it like that. If I was gonna do that, I would have Vigilante Verse, where we have the non-superpowered people. Because mm-hmm. I, I see what you want to do here. You want to keep it separate in the realm of reality, like yeah. potential. I think that's the biggest sell on Vigilantes is that you can relate to. Them. And their stories, that's how it is. If I was gonna maybe do what you're saying, I would do this. There's a comic series where there's Vigilantes. They live in a world where there are no superpowers. But there's another version of that same Earth where the vigilantes exist. But superpowered individuals also exist. So it's like a what if. A what if series. I like that. But you can't cross them over. Yeah, I could. Because all the same events that happen with the vigilantes happen in this world too but some events happen differently because superpowered individuals are introduced so it could be some of the same stories but they're tweaked because different characters are added that weren't there in the main story that's a, that's a potential idea what about if so the world was altered because of the whole satellite thing yep. what if where the vigilantes are, where everything's focused, there's kind of like sections where they might not know exactly what's happening on other portions. Like it's not like the world we know today, but like out west is just a different area. We don't have as much communication with them. So it's kind of like they're separated, like they don't know that these superheroes exist out west. And they don't... Well, there's no way the world wouldn't know they exist. But the thing is, with these superpowered people, they exist in the world. Because, like I said, Adam Bomb exists in the Vigilante verse. Mm-hmm. He's there. He's kept under wraps because he's part of a government agency, foreign government agency. Um, it's. I feel like superpowered people should be there. And it didn't start happening until after the satellites. Oh my. Alright, so like the satellites was something that started it. Yeah. But not all of them. Like, it, it created some sort of... It's not directly responsible for creating these villains and heroes. But the single event... Why did you say yes? Um, I had no choice. I'll say no was a choice. Did you learn triggered from the dinner with my mother? A response uh, and right. And how would you take that? Just like that particular world. It triggered like a. No, this is the way to end it. If you think of okay, think of it like this. Think of the this vigilante verse. Think of it as like a, a living organism and a foreign invader attacked it. That's the satellites. Mm-hmm. The vigilante versus a, an organism will respond to it by creating antibodies. The antibodies will become the superpowered individuals. Fair enough. All right, I can see where you're coming from. So if you think of it like that, that's that event creates unknowingly creates a genetic response. Humans create a genetic response mm-hmm. without even knowing it. Kind of like it forces evolution. Yes, but they're not. Like some people, like a lot of the ones I've created. They're not. I get, uh, I they're not born with superpowers. Right. None of them that I've created that I can think of right offhand are born with these powers. What? They happen because no. 
of events Why? that lead up to it. Yeah, yeah. like the whole electric alien creating jolt, the serum R creating rust. Uh, I even created a uh, a villain who uses fire powers. Mm-hmm. Her her story is pretty cool too. I like her. Her she's not born with fire powers. It happens in a a chemical explosion of some sort. Um, and there's a whole thing behind that. So none of them are born with these powers. Now I'm sure we could add people who are born with the powers. I feel like it's better than not. Well, at least the maybe this generation. Not, yeah, maybe not like a whole a whole ton of them, but all the ones I've created, none of them were born with the powers. They happen because of outside events. And that's that's going to be something that could be added later, is maybe like there's the first born with power because something oh, happened yeah. and the parents ended up getting pregnant and they had a baby that had power with powers and it could be a whole big thing. It could be like the strongest one or something. Or I do like that. You come like either could be like a beacon of hope or yeah a beacon of doom yeah the harboring of doom I do like that that's a good idea they can be like the first born power yeah kind of like what we call first born could be kind of like the apocalypse of and it could go and we can do a what if series exploring both what if it went good what if it went bad yeah and it'd be like a one off series but yeah yeah, that'd be cool. I like that idea. We should put that down. I'll let it put. I'll let you put it in there. Uh, meanwhile, we have less than three minutes on the clock, so we'll wrap the first edition of the recording, and then we can go forward with the second one if we want to. So that is Vigilante's discussion, take one, and we out. Would you